Foxtel. For every Super Rugby game every week, live and exclusive, call Foxtel 131787. Touch judges are ready. Side of studio. Referee. Players are lined up. Microphones in hand for the restart. It's now time to form the Ruck. The Sunday Rugby Show featuring Wallaby legends Tim Horan and Matt Burke. Sensational effort. The Ruck. FX Pro Super Rugby. Support your team. Get to the game. It's Rugby Supercharged. Hello and welcome to the Ruck uh, once again. And it's terrific to see Timmy Horan in the studio with us. Matt Burke also here. Uh, and it was terrific as I, I drove into the studio this morning. Uh, for those who are in Sydney, I uh, just see some people still just dragging themselves out of the gutter wearing basically green uh, from St. Patrick's <laughs> Day yesterday. It's true that they actually don't just confine it to that day, that we're still going uh, on a Sunday morning after St. Patrick's They'll Day. They'll still out there having their uh, Guinness for breakfast and yep. uh, a bit of haggis. Just, just yep. on, the, on the cornflakes. Well, I can back up, Sparky. Uh, haggis, I would have thought, was Scottish rather than Irish. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. But they uh, still eat it. Oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> it's very traditional for St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, yeah. What about he, he sledged the Irish last uh, well, last year uh, World Cup in, and I tell you what, you don't want to get the qu- the, the Twitter sphere happening yeah. again at the same time. Actually, now the got... Scots are going to get in here. Oh, I've, I've, I've still got some Guinness left though from '99 World Cup. When I had to, um, I was uh, donated a year's supply do. of Guinness. Yes, for scoring what the was fastest called, try. Fastest try. Well, it had to be scored quicker than it takes to pour a perfect pint of Guinness, which mm. takes 114 seconds. Is that right? That's yeah, the stat. Count that. Yeah, okay. The public bar. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I still got it. Um, I still got about two cartons left. I think in the garage. It doesn't go off, does it, Guinness? Well, 1999. Yeah. This was, and it was. A, what was it called? A year supply. A year supply of Guinness, which was 365 large. And here we are in, in 2012. There's still some there. Berkey, did I give you your cartons? Uh, nil, nil by no. carton, nil by, <laughs> nil by can. No. Hey, hey, men, look, there's so much rugby to talk about this morning I want to get to. Uh, let me just give you some scores first because there's a couple of games we'll concentrate on heavily. And, uh, and the word heavy, I have a heavy heart with this one. I won't even just tell you the score. I'll just play the last seconds from last night. And they are celebrating the Western Force. Well, what a turnaround. They have won it. Was that booing again, Berkey? The Waratahs twenty, uh, the mm. Force twenty-one. This is a, a you know a three and one start for the Waratahs now. Uh, home again. That booing we heard last last week was that them or was that for the referee? Was that just people people were just angry? I think I think it was for the referee. I think the right. the, the last play of the game. Uh, I actually Ruck. thought it was the referee booing. <laughs> Having to be out there with yes. those losers. Come on, guys, I'm just going to finish this game. I'm going to go. I've got a St. Patrick's Day party to go to. What are you folks doing? Uh, yes, it was probably for the team then. Right. Well, look, we're going to get into that game in some detail. Drew Mitchell uh, wasn't on the field, but he'll be with us on the ruck so much ahead. We've got some special guests coming in. We've got a quiz. I am going to later on test uh, Matt Burke how much he knows about Tim Horan. All ahead on The Ruck. Foxtel. For every Super Rugby game every week, live and exclusive, call Foxtel 131787. Lenny Kravitz, are you going to go my way? This is The Ruck, your Sunday rugby show. Tim Horan, uh, Matty Burke, Tony Squires with you. If you've just woken up wondering what has happened in the world of rugby over the weekend so far. Uh, the Chiefs 29 beat the Brumbies 22. The Stormers 27 over the Blues 17. The Highlanders uh, 19 the Hurricanes 17, good start for the Highlanders. Force 21 beat the Waratahs 20. Sharks 27 beat the Reds 22. I think the Reds might have been up 17 0 at one stage. The Rebels and the Cheetahs will play this afternoon. Six Nations, of course, Berkey, you've been sleeping in your car again, haven't you? <laughs> I know you've got a Red Bull in front of you just to try to spark yourself up I, a little bit this morning. Of, I took the picture this morning and, yeah. um, and I gave it to our producer. 
Yeah, uh, Ned. So you might be able to see it somewhere. It's I've got, I've got, I, brought you... the, I brought the pillow, mm-hmm. and um... oh, so you've actually set your car up oh, now. My word, <laughs> really? you, you learn early. Wow. Oh, the Sandman will come out yes. soon. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> you've got the uh, you've got the pillow. I've you've got, got a little, little blankie or some I've, sort. No, I forgot that today. So for all our listeners, though, yes. so Berkey's doing um, you know the tel- television overnight, overnight, the ESPN uh, overnight, and, oh. and it was uh, last round, so it was a back to back to back game. So I yep. did two of the three. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andrew Blaze was there. Early doing the first one and yeah. uh, so what time do you finish f- uh, on air five to six five to five six five to six get in the car drive here get here by quarter past six uh-huh. or thereabouts uh-huh. uh, by the time you finish uh, sleep and downstairs in the car park uh-huh. put it put it maybe up like a <laughs> do you have the window down a little bit though no just no, open no, no. crack no just <laughs> make sure to lock the door yeah <laughs> that, that's important why, so, why don't yeah. you come in here and sleep on the couch I mean push Spoonman off I know oh, he sleeps there most you, of the time you, you but just imagine the niggle though like, there'd be someone throwing something at you yeah, like just yeah. no fair enough yeah. can we get to the scores now yeah Tony? we yeah. can <laughs> we're, we're at uh, Italy 13 beat Scotland 6 England 30 over Ireland 9 that was a massive win wasn't it for England yeah. and, and of course and Patrick the poor old Irish and Wales 16 over France 9 that means that Wales have in fact won the Six Nations uh, the Grand Slam the Grand Slam yeah, yeah. undefeated all the way through so that's going to be great for uh, Australian rugby when they come out here in June and play three test matches the mm. Welsh come out and uh, I, mean, I think their their halfback Mike Phillips is now I think probably the best halfback in the world so his clash with Will Genia uh, in June will be uh, well, certainly one to watch Waratahs alright we've described them earlier they're, they're fa- they were fairly awful let's be honest uh, last night they was it the why if you have like twenty five percent in the first half twenty five percent of possession, but they're kicking the ball away every time they get it. I mean that from an outsider's point of view, that seems to be the wrong tactic. Yeah, they didn't seem to cherish the ball last yeah. night, and I think they had twenty four percent, as you said, Tony, of possession in that first forty minutes. Then in the second half, they probably didn't have much more. They had about thirty five percent of the ball, so they need to treasure the ball and actually need to um, they actually need to fire some bullets. If you go down swinging in a game yep. um, by a point, fair enough, but. Um, they didn't pull the trigger on any attacking moves. They they didn't really try and go wide. Berwick Barnes tried to get a little bit of width in their game, but uh, the Western Force they, they weren't flash, but they just hung in there and and showed some really good grit and determination. And you know, Pocock and Sharp, Sharp and Hodson and these guys, yep. they just hung in there and they were pretty determined. Do you go into those games though, uh, looking at the stats, a dollar thirty five to five dollars twenty, and it must just give the force that little bit of something extra to say, hey, they no one rates us today. Yep. The first time they threw the ball wide, and we've seen them get to the width at least, to play at least, um, and all of a sudden I think the Waratahs are going, oh, hang on, they're, they're, they're actually here to play. Yep. And, and at the back end of the game, you're right, not actually playing themselves just gives them no chance of actually trying to do anything. What about this bloke, a name that uh, I hadn't heard of, Dave Harvey. So yep. he, he plays Sydney club rugby for a while, goes to France and is playing mm. over there. He gets signed by the Western Force for, what, four games? Four-game contract. Four-game yep. contract. And he comes out uh, in Sydney and hammers us. Scored a try, kicked yep. about uh, four goals. So yep. um, he got an intercept, actually, about uh, 50 metres out. You thought he'd go the length in the field and he got run down by, I think, a, uh, a tight-head prop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Beric Barnes came across and got him. But, um, I mean, he, um, he, he added just a, a good, solid foundation for them at the back and... Um, but, I mean, the, the Western Force, for mine, they, they were solid without being outstanding, but they'd be very pleased with that result. Um, but I think what they really have to do, I mean, James Stannard is their fly half, who is really a, a halfback playing at, at number 10, filling in, really. And I think over the next sort of two or three months, the Western Force really have to find a number 10 um, because David Pocock is off contract end of this year. So he'll want to make sure that the Western Force are going to contract someone of international standard in that number 10 position. Just a technical point. If you catch the ball in halfway, you don't run the length of the field. 
Uh, the length of the field would be yeah. 100 metres. But I thought he was um, going to go up and back. Oh, and celebrate, celebrate yes. as he came back. <laughs> like half-court yes, basketball. Yes. <laughs> this is the Ruckus Sunday Rugby Show. Foxtel. For every Super Rugby game every week, live and exclusive, call Foxtel 131 787. It's the Black Keys Lonely Boy and this is the Ruck. Uh, my job here basically is try to learn more about Tim Horan and Matt Burke. It's a terrific thing to do. Of course, both the internationals, I on the other hand, have just watched them run, out, run around on the footy field. Uh, so today, we, over the past few weeks, we've had the boys testing each other in various well, anthems, I think it was. Uh, yep. You tested him, Tim, didn't you? Yeah, just to see if he knew the correct anthem when we were standing out there sort of singing our national anthem, listening into the to the other anthem. No, I, was concentra- I was concentrating on, on my game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like so <laughs> last week, Berkey, you tested Tim on his knowledge of music, and yes. it, it was terrific. So uh, over the next two weeks, I'm going to test each of you how much you know about the other person. Okay. All yes. right. So, yep. so today, Matt, because we I'm were gonna... roommates for a long time on tour. Ah, of course, really. Yes. Are there? Okay, I want to get an anecdote from you. So about I'm not that sure how me. deep you want to go. Tony. Oh, <laughs> I want to go deep. All right. So today, uh, Matthew Burke, I'm going yes. to test you how much you know about Tim Horan. Okay. <clears throat> First question: How many test caps does Timmy have? <laughs> As I ran out for my 81st, he said, "Hey, back of back of." What about 80? Same as me. Same as me. <laughs> so Tim Horan, 80. Yeah, exactly right. Well, you've taken the second question, which was, do you know that? Because it's one less than you refuse to let him forget it. So my, abs- mine were all starting tests, not uh, 50 <laughs> off the bench, though. Yeah. How, many, how many off the bench? Oh, that could be a question uh, for nice. next week. Back, back in my day. All oh, right. Yeah, exactly. And, and this, look, classically, my third question, Timmy answered uh, in our first break. What did Tim win for scoring the fastest try in the 1999 World Cup? Yeah, and it still, uh, still sits in his garage as well. It's a, uh, it's some cans from Guinness from the 99 World Cup playing against Romania, I think it was. Powerhouse. Powerhouse Romania. <laughs> the power of Romania. All right, then. True or false, Tim liked to listen to this song as his pre-game dressing room preparation. And it's too- Oh, it's true. Absolutely. That, <laughs> yeah. that was on the CD Walkman. Wow. <laughs> That's right. I was going to say it's false. That was actually the music that uh, league legend Joe Johns did listen to in the dressing room before he played. Can you right? believe it? He did. Uh, I'm going to find out what you did. Right. actually did, Timmy. True or false, Tim has been awarded the most noble order of the garter for his services to rugby. Uh, I'd say True. It's actually false. Oh, no. uh, he does have the Order of Australia. Is that right? The Order of Australia. That's it. Mm, yep. Well done. Congratulations. Outstanding. Question number seven. Where does You're going well, Berkey? Yes. Where does Tim choose to do most of his shopping? Oh, yeah, hang on a second. Let me get the wallet out. <laughs> get it. <laughs> Those moths are coming out there. Um, I don't know. Could you say Aldi, perhaps? <laughs> <laughs> no, the correct answer is Bunnings. Bunnings. <laughs> Just while we're on Bunnings. <laughs> oh, exactly Just while right. we're on Bunnings, Tony, can, yes. I, can I throw something in? Like, uh, and there's a lot of people who will be driving their young kids to, to club rugby, rugby this morning. morning. <laughs> yeah, they're all back I'll in, give them uh, the scores yeah, in a minute. Yeah, go on. And, 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 or, or to Bunnings to buy that one rake. Uh, <laughs> sure. But is, is, there a time, is there a cut-off time? You know when everyone, when you drive to Bunnings... Yes. And there's a little marquee tent outside and the local charity, they're cooking the barbecue. barbecue. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to know, is there a window, Berkey mm-hmm. or Tony, that you can actually buy a sausage and a piece of bread? Like, is it after 9.30? Ah. Is it after 11.30? Right, you're saying, a... is it a meal in itself or yeah. can you use it sort of... Well, is it, is it, are you able to do it after 11 o'clock or... Ah. Like, you can't, have, you can't have one at 8.15 in the morning when you first turn up at Bunnings and, and you can't obviously have sure. one after 3.30 either because it's too close to the roast on Sunday afternoon. Tell, imagine, imagine if they set up after St. Patrick's Day. They'd be doing a magnificent <laughs> turnover, wouldn't they? I, there's no time that a sausage on a roll is not appropriate. Sure. There. Any time. Any time. 
is all above board. All right, question number uh, eight. True or false, Tim made his test debut in 1993 against the Springboks. Nil. Not earlier than that. Uh, 1989, South Africa? No, not South Africa. We didn't back there. It was the Lions, wasn't it? You sat on the bench. Tim? Survey says, bow. You are wrong. was it? Oh, it was about 89. I think it was uh, against the All Blacks. Correct. In, uh, 1989. Well, 1989. There you go. Tim knows more about himself than you do. <laughs> uh, in fact, the man who made his test about 1993 against the Springboks was you, Matt. That's right. uh, <laughs> that is the end. You've done very, very well. I think you've got three out of eight. Uh, we'll see how you go when I test Tim Horan on Matt Burke next week. Foxtel. For every Super Rugby game every week, live and exclusive, call Foxtel 131787. Hootagurus, come anytime. This is the Tony Squires. Matt Burke, Tim Horan with you. The Reds, they uh, went on the road to South Africa. Of course, they are defending champions. Uh, they've had a, f- a pretty good start to the season. But uh, Sharks and Durban, I guess it's a tough ask, Timmy, for them. Isn't it? Yeah, it is. I mean, Durban's a very tough place to play. But uh, the Reds were up 17-0 at one stage. So mm. they uh, they blew a massive lead. Um, obviously, Ben Lucas was at number 10. So, And also, next week, doesn't get any easier. They go up to Pretoria, of all places, and play the ball, the Bulls. Yep. Um, so that's a difficult tour for the Reds. Why, why, the, why the change from Harris to 10-12 and bringing Lucas in? Well, so Ben Lucas, I think they were looking for a bit more attacking prowess from Ben Lucas. He was the 10 I think they really wanted at the start of the season, but goal-kicking was always a problem. So you've got to have Mike Harris in that team somewhere. So, I think yeah, he came I, off injured too, Mike Harris, uh, during the game as well. Towards the end there, yeah. yeah. So, um, but, yeah, I, I think you and McKenzie uh, would probably... Uh, they got a three-match tour, so th- those two games in South Africa, then mm-hmm. coming back to Perth on the way home and play the Western Four. So of those three games, you'd want to try and pick up about probably two wins or one-and-a-half wins in those games before you come back. Uh, now look, Berkey. Because we want, this is in South Africa, we thought we'd give somebody the the opportunity from South Africa to you know have their say. Uh, you, there's some bloke that you know, or when you were touring over there. Yeah, we met uh, we met this gentleman a long, long time ago. Now it's a '95 World Cup team. We were, I think, we we're up in Stellenbosch at the time, and uh, his name's Fricky van den Higginbota. Really, um, Stellenbosch, beautiful university. Yeah, university he does he does he's coaching up there and uh, and works on a, uh, a vineyard. So uh, uh, good, good friend of Berkey. Does it does a bit of local radio, and I think he's trying to break into the market. So he's and like all South Africans, they know all their stuff about. Rugby, so Fricky v- von Vanden mm-hmm. Higgin Botha, as Botha. in Botha, but pronounced Botha. All right, well, Botha. Uh, I think we've actually got, we got him now. I think. Oh, okay, cool. G'day, Fricky, you there? Hello, my friends. Hi, how are you going? It's Tony Squires here. I'm with uh, Matty Burke and Timmy Horan. How are you, bud? Uh, no, Timmy, not with Timmy. I tell you, Timmy, uh, you know, you're such a fantastic player, my friend. I, I remember you in the '95 World Cup. I remember how good you were. I also remember you down at the Green Man there, down at Newlands. So no wonder you guys lost that World Cup, my friend. I <laughs> <laughs> was a long time ago, Fricky, long time ago. Let me, hey, Fricky, we, did you uh, you watch the game yesterday, uh, the Reds and the Sharks? Oh, I did, I did, my friend. I tell you what, uh, you know, you you Reds guys, they were absolutely fantastic. I tell you, you're spot on. But I, I must say that, you know, they missed someone like you, my friend, Timmy. I can't remember, you're such a good player. <laughs> you know, uh, it should have been the... the the golden green of South Africa, not the green of gold of Australia, Timmy. You would have fitted in over here, Mr. Oran, that's for sure. I uh, would have loved to play with Danny Gerber. Oh, the great Danny Gerber. He was fantastic. <laughs>
fantastic. I tell you, just imagine you two in the center pairing. I tell you, you know, I know you had that thing with Jason Little, but uh, Danny Herbert, he was fantastic, my friend. I tell you, outstanding. Mate, the Sharks too good for the Reds, though. A bit of a surprise. Yeah, I tell you, you know, they, uh, the the Sharky boys, you know, playing at uh, at home at uh, at in Durban there, and uh, you know, the, the the Reds, they got off to a fantastic start. Uh, you know, nearly my my counterpart, Higginbotham, he scored a try, yeah, as did uh, Mr. Anton and Frisbee. But yeah, the second half. They were just too strong, you know, too, too big, too powerful. You know, the pride of South Africa definitely came out last night for the Sharks. And, and you know, it was, it was such an entertaining game. But, you know, they always knew they were going to win. So the, the Reds, they are defending champions. But I tell you, you know, South Africa, we, we have something special in this country. You know, I, I, What's I don't that? know what it is. Yeah. yeah, what is it? Is it the dress sense back in the 70s? Mm. Or? Oh, oh come food? on, Timmy. Come on, Timmy. <laughs> you, you would have loved the brown and brown and brown. I tell you, you know, it would have been something special in your day. I've seen you with your bronze hair. It never moved in the game. I, that's what I loved about you, Timmy. <laughs> oh, I wish I was there with you now, Fricky. I'm getting excited. Yeah. Oh, Timmy, I tell you, I, I, in, my, in my house at home, I have a bar. And I, in in honour of you, I have a picture of you. And uh, it's, a, it's actually Dimoran Bar. It, I, 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 it's lovely. It's wonderful. You should come over one day, my friend. Ah, oh, lacquer. <laughs> oh, lacquer, bro. Oh, Ricky. You know some South Africa. <laughs> Ricky, I'd love to let you two go on and on uh, here. But we have to go. Thanks so much for talking to us. We'll catch up again soon, buddy. Oh, thanks for the chat, my friend. And Timmy, I tell you, you know, any time. Just pass me your number, my friend, and I'll just give it to my boys. <laughs> Good on you, Ricky. We'll have a bry soon. Okay, boys. Thanks, sir. Bye. I think he's actually, um, Matty, I reckon he, he's okay. He, did did okay. He, give, he didn't give us much about the game, though, really, did he? Yeah. No, no, no. But, you know, he, he, the theatre of the Fascinated game is what it's all about. Fascinated I think, with I think Tim. Fricky's uh, at his vineyard as, as we speak. Yeah, he's, he's, he's had well a couple. <laughs> well, we may catch up with Fricky van den Hingen Botter uh, in coming weeks. This is The Ruck. Foxtel. For every Super Rugby game every week, live and exclusive, call Foxtel 131 787. Garbage. Go Baby Go is in brackets. It's actually called Cherry Lips. I'm not exactly sure why. This is the Ruckier Sunday Rugby Show. I want to talk to you boys about superstitions before you play a game of footy or during a game of footy. I was reading with Adam Ashley Cooper, the Waratahs player, that uh, he's worried about, you know, he needs a big sleep in on the day of a game, especially if it's a game that's played at night, as most games are, of course, these days. So he sets his alarm, uh, and he's much happier if he's playing fullback than if he's playing, say, in the centres, because he gets extra sleep. Why? Because he sets his alarm to whatever the number on his back past the hour. Right. So if he's playing in the number 15, it's quarter past. But if he's playing in the number 13, that's two minutes sleep he's going to miss out on because he sets to 13 minutes past the hour. Is that right? Isn't that bizarre? That's well, fantastic. He'd have to change a lot, wouldn't he? If he plays 15 and 11 and yeah. 13. And, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, it's only a couple of minutes, but it, apparently it, it, it affects him. These small things... Uh, seems so minuscule, uh, but given that you're setting yourself up for an incredibly intense and precious situation, do those things play on your mind? Small things are the things that you did by ritual every time you played a game of footy, Berkey. By ritual, and and it was uh, and for me it was packing the bag, and and you know you got to get everything sorted. So you got to bring everything to the game because obviously you can't go back. Yep. So for mine is to be. Uh, Two pairs of boots always packed in the bag. Two pairs of socks. Mm-hmm. Used to, they used to get your, 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 your bike shorts, as, as you call them then. Yeah. You get given a pair of shorts, given a jersey, mouth guard. So I used to go tap, tap. I used to go boots, boots, socks, socks, jocks, got them. They give me shorts. Oh, Aussie Harker. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you usually, usually, you do that, usually you do that with your shout. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh, oh, my, my wallet's gone. I can't find it. Uh, on the hip straight away. Mouth guard, mouth guard. I walk away and go, yeah, I'm, I'm sorted. And then go, literally 30 seconds ago, I just better check that again. I'll oh. go, boots, boots, mouth, boots, boots, socks, socks, jocks, maybe the shirt, shirt, mouth guard. How many and, times before? Oh, you do it 10 times before a game. <laughs> 
And as soon as you get there, you go, have I got everything? <laughs> so that was me. Jimmy? Um, I didn't have too many rituals. I think um, you know superstitions come in when you um, when you unbeaten. And once once you put your left boot on first yes, and you yeah. lose again, I said, "Oh, okay, well, that doesn't work anymore." So uh, I didn't really have too many. <laughs> right. So you um, were a left boot on first. Though, I, I, I was uh, early yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I we see, were... I'm still left boot on first, left shoe, left thong, anything. Are you? Is yeah, that right. Yeah, yeah. Can you have a left thong? Right. I think there's well. If you don't, I, you try wearing your right oh, thong on your left foot. Flip flops, you mean? Right? <laughs> okay, got you, got you, got you. <laughs> Depends which way you dress, Timmy, to the uh, left or the to the reversed. right. <laughs> so uh, you didn't have any... Like uh, I used to, um, before test matches, um, you know, late afternoon test matches, uh, you, you would get nervous, and I used to enjoy watching Rex Hunt and sit, there, mm-hmm. sit back and think, where else would you rather be? You know, sort of watching a fishing show. I, I didn't have too many superstitions. I mean, a lot of guys now, they're, um, you know, it's a night game, so it's such a really long wait for a lot of players. And, um, you know, I mean, Daniel Herbert, centre partner, he used to always ring his uh, mate Uncle Doug before the, before every game on Saturday afternoons because he, um, you know, get, used to get a lot of um, uh, processes confidence. through him, confidence through him. But I think, you know, most players these days, they have their own ritual. So when you say, you know, the fishing thing to relax you, was yeah. it that's before a test match or like state games, the level of pressure, I guess, would change how nervous you're in and what you did? Yeah, certainly. I mean, I mean, nerves is also about backing, you know, doubting your ability as well. So I think the sort of the longer you play, the more I suppose you back your own ability. But um, I used to sort of, especially going to some games as well. You've been on the bus watching people in you know hotels and restaurants, and you think, geez, one day I'd just love to sort of be doing that before a test match. Then you finish and retire, saying, geez, what am I doing? I'd love to be back on the bus. So. <laughs> <laughs> This is the Ruckus Sunday Rugby Show. Plenty to come, including a tribute to the great commentator who has just hung up the microphone, Murray Mextead. Foxtel, for every super rugby game every week, live and exclusive. Call Foxtel, 131 787. Living in song for the lonely may have been a lonely place in the dressing room at Allianz Stadium last night uh, after the Waratahs were rolled by the Western Force. Uh, one man who wasn't on the field playing uh, because he was injured is a friend of the show, uh, the great Wallaby winger Drew Mitchell joins us now. G'day, Drew. G'day, how are you? I'm not bad, thanks, mate. Uh, thanks so much for doing this this morning. It must have been a bit bleak in the in the sheds after that game. Yeah, obviously, um, you know, quite a few of the boys were... Um we're disappointed and, and rightfully so. I mean, the performance we put out last night was um, was well below par and, and not one that uh, we can be particularly proud of. But um, you know, we'll, we'll catch up today and review the game. And, and uh, you know, I mean, I guess every team says it after a, a bad loss, but um, have to answer tough tough questions. Drew Berkey here. What 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 are those tough questions after the game? Are they spoken about after the game with, with the emotion, or is it a case of? Okay, let it sit for a while, and we'll talk about it. You know, in in twenty four hours. Um, you know, I mean, it's, it's it's addressed to a point, but I think, um, you know, like you say, there is a fair bit of emotion involved, and and uh, you know, getting a second look at things, and and uh, and being able to sort of analyse it without that emotion, and also, um, you know, with the beauty of, uh, of uh, hindsight and and the replay, um, I think we can get a lot of uh, you know a lot more out of that. So. Um, you know, I think the things we need to address is obviously intensity. Our, our intent to attack was was lacking last night. Um, the execution on uh, on our kicking was was poor. And um, I don't know, mate. I don't know. Do we have to bring you back, Berkey? Or... <laughs> <laughs> Gee, times are tough. Oh, aren't they? Geez, times are <laughs> hey, Drew. <really> tough. <laughs> Drew, Tim Thanks here. For the um, confidence, boys. <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, you? You personally? Um, you went and saw a. Uh, a surgeon in Melbourne this week and he has yep. said to you four months now with your Achilles injury 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's oh, it's just next to the Achilles, the two post tendon. But um, I mean, I, I've got a I, the integrity of my tendon is uh, is not great, and it's something I need to rebuild. And um, unfortunately, tendons are pretty sort of um, finicky, and they don't sort of respond too too well to change. So. Hence the four month layoff, and I've just got to take it pretty slowly, step by step, and and uh, really address it. So, I mean, so it, it stops uh, being an ongoing issue for me, and I can actually start becoming a football player again. Yeah. You're you're a young bloke. It always uh, upsets me to talk to people like you. But you must have been in pain for two thirds of your life, basically. That thing, that that leg of yours, <laughs> you know, has caused you a lot of pain, hasn't it? Yeah, I mean, I, it has to a point. I mean, I was uh, relatively. Luckily, um, you know, with, with injuries for almost eight seasons of my career, and, and now it's, um, it all seems to have rolled into one sort of lengthy layoff. But um, you know, it, it tests you, and it tests you probably more uh, mentally and emotionally more than it does physically. I mean, there's, there's, a, there's a plan and there's a, I guess, a guide to get myself back on the field physically, and then how to deal with things um, with the tendon. But there's, there's nothing really sort of set out day to day how to uh, manage things mentally and emotionally so it, it's, it's a, Drew, it's, it sounds like when, it sounds like when you talk about the, the tendon has it got a name it, it's you know <laughs> everyone talks about it. You, you might have to actually give it a name yeah oh you mean actually like his name yeah, like yeah. Ter- Terry Terry the tendon or something you know like yeah, you, you yeah, I mean, no, the tendon it's like your mate yeah, Terry. yeah Terry's a bit um, upset at the moment so, uh, <laughs> lacking I, integrity I gotta, yeah he's lacking integrity and I've just got to stroke him the right way so he, uh, he responds to it hey Drew what, what with the Waratahs how, how do you get the fans back how do you re-engage the fans there was only about 14,000 people at the Sydney football study miserable evening night. though too yeah yeah, yeah I mean I I guess, you know, from a fan point of view, they want to see, one, they want to see um, entertainment, and, and two, they'd like to see uh, positive results. And, um, you know, we can we can sit there and, and tell them as much as we like uh, how, how we're going to play and, and um, how we're going to go out and do things. But unless we actually go out and do it and, and show them on a regular basis, then, um, you know, we, we can't expect to, to uh, you know, get them sort of pouring through the gates. It's, it's something that we just have to work out and, and hopefully through our actions more than more so than what we say, um, you know, fans start jumping back on and, and supporting us. Well, I'm sure they'll be jumping on more if you are on the paddock. Uh, look, all the best with that re- recuperation for you and Terry. Um, <laughs> and, and thanks so much, Drew, as ever, for having a chat with us. I'm sure we'll catch up again very soon, bud. No worries, guys. Thanks very much. There he is, Wallaby and Waratah winger Drew Mitchell. He's a good bloke, isn't he? And it's so sad to see mm. that he isn't on the footy field all the time. Yeah, yeah, star winger. They, they really need him as a finisher for the Waratahs. But the Waratahs next Saturday afternoon, they play the Sharks. So the Sharks fresh from beating the Queensland Reds last night. So that, that's going to be a tough match. Uh, Drew's not on the phone now, so I can ask you, are you prepared now to write the Waratahs off for the season? No, no, no. It's only early in the season. But the, the problem is... Take away last night's game. Their first three games, they showed a lot of promise. Yeah. Um, and only winning, you know, one one from three in the first three games. But now one from four, that's their worst start in a long time. 97, I think. You, you yeah. certainly don't um, win a Super Rugby tournament in the first five or six rounds. But I'll tell you what, you can set yourself up to finish outside of the six as well. Mm. Yep. All right, Murray Mexted and his uh, terrific way with words is next on the run. Foxtel, for every Super Rugby game every week, live and exclusive, call Foxtel 131 787. 
It's the ruck for Foxtel, the only place to see Super Rugby live. And Tony, mm-hmm. a very sad day for our fellow commentators as well. Yeah, it is indeed. Murray Maxted, look, he's been a legend in the commentary box for many, many years. He had sort of semi-retired, came back and called in the World Cup. Rugby World Cup. Yeah, yeah Rugby World Zealand, Cup. Yep. But he's officially said, that's it, no more. And he's one of those guys... And look, great character. Great, great character. Ca- yeah. There, and there are people, I suppose, in, across all codes, uh, some commentators... And Timmy, you'd... You could tell me, both of you working. Do you prepare stuff? Do you think, oh, this would be, if this situation arises, here's a great line that would work? Or is it just kind of what happens? Oh, happens? no, you, you've got to do some preparation. And um, I, I had the privilege to work with Bruce McAvaney over yep. many years with Channel 7. Yep. And, you know, at that moment when he called Kathy Freeman across the line, yep. and that was, you think, gee, you know, he's just called it off the bat. But that's mm. something that he would have probably scripted if that moment happens. Yes. This is what I'm going to say, but it's going to be replayed you know, a million times after the event. So yeah. you, you can't script too much of it. Yeah, there's certain research you have to do on players. Yeah. Have, have you had that moment yet? Not yet, no. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> <laughs> you, had, you had a little Gordon Bray one the other day. It was, I thought it was quite good. So there's the, the, the architect from... Queensland University. Yeah. There was a beautiful piece of information. <laughs> well, Murray Mexed obviously has, in, in the side of Bruce McAvaney, uh, over the years he clearly did a lot of scripting because some of the material is brilliant. I, I'll play some in just a second, but here's a man, of course, who, who came up with lines like Andy Ellis, the 21-year-old who turned 22 a few weeks ago. <laughs> uh, and it's all tied up at 14.13. It takes a long time to write that kind of material. It's all tied up at 14.13, or, or you don't like to see hookers going down on players like that. That's a terrific line. How many times did he wake up and I think, oh, I'll use that if I ever get the opportunity? Or indeed, any of these. This loose forward battle is going to be a classic because, as you as you know, I've been pumping Marty Leslie for a couple of years. Well, it was a great kick. I mean, we know Matthew Cooper's got tremendous rhythm now. He's smooth, smooth as a baby's bum. I don't think he really has the expansive ability to get wide and support that open side flanker, so it's very easy to be exposed as an open side if you don't have your mate up your backside. Murray, can you hear me? Murray, can you hear me? No. The interesting thing is Gibson has come inside Merton so often throughout this year with great success. Paul Tito looked like a blind man in a brothel just left groping. Just brilliant stuff. <laughs> oh, we're going to miss him, aren't Just we? <laughs> brilliant stuff from Murray Maxted. Berkey? If, if there's, I mean, people must listen to him and think, I've got to get something out special. Last yeah. night, mm-hmm. uh, the, the Welsh game, uh, Wales playing France at uh, Millennium Stadium. They scored a try. Jonathan Davies came out with, oh, they'll raise the roof if the roof was closed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, outstanding. That is beautiful. And sadly, that's where we go. Just looking ahead, Timmy, what uh, has caught your eye in this uh, wonderful competition? Well, the Rebels this afternoon play the yep. Cheetahs uh, in Melbourne, so that'll be a, a good roll-up for the Rebels. But next week, the Rebels will play the Force on mm-hmm. Friday night, so they back up pretty quickly. And the Western Force, fresh from beating the Waratahs last night. The Waratahs will play the Sharks on Saturday yeah, afternoon. Yeah, an afternoon game. Nice. Uh, which will be great for them. Uh, the Brumbies take on the Highlanders in Canberra Stadium uh, Saturday night. And then obviously the, the Reds will take on the Bulls in Pretoria for their second game in South Africa. Beautiful. All right, get out and enjoy your rugby. It's been great to share an hour with you on a Sunday morning on the right. We'll do the same thing next week. Bye.